So, fuck. Probably 18 years ago? Shit, has it been that long? Fuck me. Uh took a trip to Europe. I went with uh, my girlfriend Christy at the time and uh, there were one, two, th three other couples and a single dude. We all went together. It was, it was an all planned trip. And my buddy Tom is the one who uh, he organized it. Tom, Tom is Tom's a world traveler. He loves this shit. And, uh, you know, he organized it and uh, you know, got all, like, we didn't stay in any hotels. We all stayed in, like, bed and breakfast and castles and shit like that. We were in England and Wales and Ireland and Scotland. It was 10 days, I think. It was it was more than a week. It was a long time. A lot, a lot of fun. I don't think we ever spent more than one night in a place, though. We were constantly on the move. And we, well, we, Tom, Tom had arranged to rent like a, uh, like a big minivan so that all of us, the, the, the seven of us, there were three, three couples in the dude, the seven of us would all, you know, we'd all fit in the van and uh, we would just drive from place to place. And when we got to the rental place, the car rental place, they, uh, they had fucked up. <laughs> they fucked up. They didn't have the van. They had two cars for us to drive. And uh, in in Europe, everything is much much smaller. So the car, the cars we got were like, I don't even think the large one was as big as my Ford Focus. Maybe it was. But, you know, everything's tiny. Everything is like fucking uh, Mini Coopers and Fiats and shit like that, right? So we needed two drivers, and there were only... I think there were only three of us who could drive. Like, we had to get, like, international driver's license, and I I volunteered to do it, so I had one. I was I was fully prepared to drive, but now, like, Two people were always going to be driving. So I was I was always driving. And here's the thing, too, everybody. When you're driving in England, the steering wheel is on the right-hand side of the vehicle, and you're driving on the left-hand side of the road. It's super weird. And on top of it, almost all the vehicles were manuals. They, there weren't any... Uh, Standard. So I'm driving this fucking vehicle um, on the wrong side of the car, on the wrong side of the highway, and I'm getting, and I'm driving, like I can drive stick. That's all I've driven since uh, I was like 20. Uh, it, it just, it was weird doing like everything in reverse. Roads are narrow. I think that's probably part of the reason why all these cars are real small. You just can't have these fucking monstrosities that, that we drive. And also, gas costs way fucking more over there than it does here. So they got to be a little more conscious about uh, mileage and whatever. But I remember when we um, 
we took the ferry from Wales over to Ireland, right? We're on the ferry. It's you know, not very long, not even a half hour, I think. And I forget, uh, where the fuck were we in Dublin? Was Dublin the one? Yeah, I think it was Dublin because we were in the city where Guinness was. We took a tour of Guinness. But we get off the ferry and uh, we have our belongings and we're just, I, I, I can't remember if we were looking for a cab or just public transportation or what to get to the the uh, bed and breakfast we were staying at. And so we kind of turn a corner and there's like five kids like teenagers pissing on the wall. <laughs> and it was it was the middle of the fucking day, right? I don't know, three in the afternoon. And it wasn't like, I mean, I don't know, it's Ireland. Maybe they were fucking drunk, even though they were teenagers. But they're all just pissing on the wall, and they're all like, welcome to Dublin, whatever. And we're like, okay, this is great, wonderful. And um, so we go on about our day, and the... The building that we stayed at was phenomenal. It was this amazing bed and breakfast that just, it was very narrow, but it was like four stories tall. And that's where we stayed. And um, it was the oldest uh, building that was available for to rent or whatever in the country. It was, it was something very odd like that. It was a historical building. And the reason I know it's a historical building is because the first night we stayed there, it's kind of near a, a, a busy district, you know, a lot of drink uh, pubs and uh, restaurants and shit like that. And, uh, you know, we're just beat from the day of the traveling and everything. We're all in there. And uh, there's no AC in any of these fucking buildings, right? So the windows are all up. And I could just hear people downstairs drunkenly yelling at each other, I'm pissing on a historical building! <laughs> and I imagine in Ireland and England and all these places in Europe, uh, every building is fucking hundreds of years old. So I'm assuming that you're always, if you're pissing on a building there, you're always pissing on a historical building. But I just found it incredibly funny. Uh, my buddy Tom, he, we ended up in Scotland. Edinburgh was the last place we stopped. Now, oh God, what was that fucking movie with Tom Hanks where uh, he played like, I don't know, was it the archaeologist and they're searching for shit? Uh, now I got to look up Tom Hanks movies. Um and uh, you know, he had the really bad hair and, and the movie there were a couple of these movies The Da Vinci Code that's the one in 2006 um, at the end of the movie of The Da Vinci Code they're like at a castle and there's the whole like I don't know if it's a, a crane shot or if it's a fucking drone shot but you know they're like the camera's moving up into the air and you see this castle and they're kind of standing in like the driveway area. I stayed at that fucking castle. How weird is that, right? And uh, you could rent it and nobody was fucking there. It was just us. There was no like caretakers. There's no nothing. And th that castle had like five layers of basement. I've never been in a place that had a basement 
and then another fucking basement, right? And this one had, like I said, like five levels of basement. And apparently this the castle was haunted by, uh, I think it was a child and an old woman. And the stories were that, like they were very uh, playful, the, these two ghosts. Now, I don't recall ever seeing either of them. And I remember we were all, uh, it, was, it was like the, the challenge of us to go into these sub-layers of basements because none of them had power. There was no electricity. And this was before cell phones had flashlights on them too. So we're all down there with like fucking candles and shit. I just remember it being very eerie. And I, I don't recall ever if, if we went all the way down. I don't believe I did. I think I pussied out. I was like, I don't need to prove anything. I'm going back upstairs. This is lame as fuck. But uh, hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. It is me. Stu McAllister with me. It's always like the dogs. I got Wean Dog sitting on top of the couch. I got Sadie Dog on the floor. Uh, I can see Larry Cat on the porch on the cat tower. I'm assuming Cow Cat's out there as well, too. Don't really know. But how are you doing, everybody? How are you doing? Did you have a good day? Did you? I hope you did. Because uh, today is Monday, July 11th, 2020. It is 7-11. I hope you found a 7-11 and got yourself a Slurpee. Uh, I talked about it yesterday in the Patreon. They used to give out free Slurpees. Now, where I live in Michigan, 7-Elevens are not prevalent. They're not around, right? It, it's I got to travel at least 30 plus minutes to find me my first 7-Eleven, and I'm not going to fucking do it. But they did purchase Speedway gas stations, which is fucking like on every corner. So I went into the Speedway to go, hey, I'll get me my fucking free motherfucking Slurpee, right? It's 7-Eleven. You get free Slurpees on 7-Eleven Smalls. But I went in and there was no sign or deal or nothing of that. I was like, what the fuck? So I got, and all small cups were gone. So maybe it was going on and everyone just took the fucking small cups. That's probably the case. So I just ended up getting another one. I'm like, all right, I will celebrate fucking 7-Eleven day and I will purchase my own. So I hope you got to a 7-Eleven. Hope you got a Slurpee. It was nice and hot out. The Slurpee that I had was great. I just like plain old Coke. I'm a, I'm a fucking traditionalist. It was good shit. Uh, but I hope you had a good day. Uh, if you didn't have a good day, fucking try to change it or go to bed and have a good Tuesday, right? That's how you do it. That's how you fucking do it. So uh, last night, I want to tell you a story. Last night, uh, I was taking my two dogs for a walk. Taking the two dogs... They, they love going for a walk. I had them going for a walk. I had to walk down. We got a blue uh, post box down a street over. And I had, to, I had to mail something. And, you know, so I don't necessarily like leaving things in my mailbox. I'm like, all right, I'll walk the dog. We'll walk down to the post office box. I'll throw it in there. Good to go. Bing, bang, boom, we're done. Uh, so we're walking. And I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot. I got to. I forgot the whole reason for this walk. I got to mail this thing. So I walked a street down farther than I needed to. And I'm like, well, we'll just cut down the street, come back. And so we're walking down the road and we get to the end of it. And I see this dog 
this kind of like lab type creature. Uh, it, it there's no one around. This dog's just kind of walking everywhere. And I'm like going, well, uh, by the time we get down there, hopefully its owner will kind of corralled it or it will have uh, walked back into its yard or whatever. You know, clearly the owner's like on their porch walk, uh, wa watching their dog, right? It did have a collar on. So that, that made me go, okay, well, someone fucking owns this thing. So we, we just keep on walking and this dog sees us and the dog was like this dopey fucking thing. And they're like, oh, there's some dogs. I'm going to go see them. And it comes over. And I don't have a problem with dogs. My dogs have a problem with dogs. Wean Dog is super anxious and skittish. It doesn't like other dogs sniffing her. Uh, if the dog is much bigger, and this dog was probably twice the size of Wean, uh, she gets even more skittish. And Sadie Dog, on the other hand, is like, I want to fight you. <laughs> she, uh, even though she was like half the size and probably four times as old, uh, she she wants to fight. And she like tried to chomp on this dog once or twice. And the dog's not getting the hint of like, please go away. I'm like going, hey, man, go home, wherever you're from, go back home, leave us alone. Uh, I like you, but get out of here. And I wasn't sure at first if this dog was going to be friendly or not. I quickly realized this dog just wanted to sniff my dogs, and that was about it. But again, not good. Wean dog doesn't like it. Sadie dog just wants to fight. Uh, I'm getting tangled up in the leashes. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm going to fall over at some point. These dogs are going to take off in two different directions and fucking like snap my arms off. You know, like they did, uh, like they tortured people with the horses or whatever, ripped their arms off. Except it was going to, with me, it's going to be two 30-pound dogs trying to do this. And this dog is, um, it's not getting a hint. And so by this time, I'm like, all right, I just want to get back home and uh, get my dogs away from this dog. And this dog is just following us. It is not going away. And, like, we've even turned the corner. We're on a different street. I figured at some point it would just kind of wander home. But it is not wandering home. And, it, like I said, it did have a collar on and it did have a tag on it. But I got my two dogs and I'm like, I don't want to leave them and look at the tag and everything else. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck Christ, man. What the fuck? So we turn around. We get to the post office box. I throw my letter in. We, we turn down another street. Dog's still fucking following us. And I come across this guy. He, he, like, walks out of his house. He's in the driveway. He sees me and the two dogs. He sees the other dog. He doesn't really have any kind of response at all. And I was like, hey, man, is that your dog? And he's like, nope, never seen that dog. And I was like, well, uh, that dog's been following us. And the dog went up to him and just, like, laid down, lied, was lying on his back showing his tummy. So clearly this thing uh, is super friendly. And I was like, can you check the tag and see where this dog belongs? And the dog, the tag on the dog didn't have an address. It had a phone number. And I was like, hey, man, can you take care of this dog? And can you call that number and uh, find out 
you know, where the owner is. And I said, I just, the dog was over on the next street. He's like, Margaret? And I'm like, yep. And he's like, all right, sure, man, I can do it. I'm like, great. Thanks, dude. I appreciate it. I would take care of it. But my black and white dog here, uh, she just wants to fight. <laughs> That's all she wants to do. But by this time, Sadie Dog, I guess, was kind of uh, already okay with this dog being around. So she wasn't trying to kill her or anything. And I'm like, okay, I will see you later. And he's like, I got it. I'm like, great. And we walk about five houses down. And then all of a sudden, there's this fucking dog again. <laughs> I don't know if this dude... The dude had her by the collar. He said he was going to take her in the house. I don't know if he did or not. I don't know what the fuck was going on. But the dog was there. I'm like, well, fuck me and fuck my mom. Uh, I'm going to have to get home, put these dogs in the house, and I will try to corral this dog, right? And the dog, like I said, the dog is like just super doofy. It's dopey. It's young. You can tell it's probably like one or two years old. It's just, it's following us. It's just sniffing shit. Like, okay. So I get home. I throw my dogs in the house. I get a hold of this dog. The dog's name is Duchess. I see the number. I have the dog in the backyard. I mean, I got a fenced-in backyard. Letting the dog sniff around. I call the number. And it's just... I think it just went direct to voicemail. And it's not even like a dude. Like, hey, this is Tom. Uh, please leave your name and number and I'll call you back. You know, nothing like that. It was, uh, hold on a second. I'm looking at Sadie and she's sniffing around. She's being weird. I'm going to throw her outside super quick because uh, long-time listeners of this podcast know that Sadie Dog likes to take a dump and piss in my house. Let's go outside. Come on. Let's go. I don't trust you. Let's go. I'm uh, putting her outside. Yep, there's Cow Cat. All right, get outside. So, um, I, you know, I call the number, I leave a message like, Hey man, uh, I got your dog Duchess here. Uh, give me a call and let me know where you are so I can bring you your dog back. And I'm trying to make it sound like I'm giving the dog back. I'm not holding your dog hostage. Hey man, I got your dog. You ever want to see your fucking dog alive again? 50 bucks. <laughs> right? So then I text him, too, because I'm thinking, okay, maybe this guy didn't answer the phone because uh, it's a number he doesn't recognize. And I text him, like, hey, man, I got your dog. Let me know where you are so I can give you back your dog. Thanks. And I just waited a few minutes and nothing, right? Nothing. I'm like, God damn it. Um, and to be perfectly honest, everybody, I'm like, uh, I mean, I'll keep the dog overnight if I have to. But it's a huge fucking pain in the ass because, you know, I just, I got the cats and I get the two dogs, and this dog, I don't know what this dog's going to be like. Again, super friendly, so I'm assuming probably better than worse, but I'm just like, fuck, I don't need a third dog here. So I'm like, okay, well, hey, Duchess, we're going to go walk back to the street that I found you on, and then maybe someone will see you and recognize you and be like, hey, uh, that's not your dog. And I'm like, I know, whose dog is it? And I'm like, oh, fuck, it's uh, that guy's dog. I'm like, great. So we wander down there, and uh, we're on the sidewalk, and there's this car it pulls up, and uh, this dude gets out to walk into the house, and he stops on the sidewalk, and he's staring at us. And you can tell, like, his brain is not processing what he sees, right? Uh, like, he's like, 
that looks like my dog, but why is this fucking middle-aged white dude walking my fucking dog? <laughs> and I was like, hey, man, is this your dog? And he's like, yeah, that's my dog. And you could tell that he had no idea, no idea that this dog had escaped from the house. Like, he was completely fucking unaware. And he was with his buddy, and he kept yelling at his buddy, did she let him out? Did she let him out? And I was like, I don't know, but here's your dog. And the dog, the dog's super friendly, so I mean, I'm assuming the dog liked him. The dog seemingly likes everybody. But the dog just went up to him. I was like, hey, man, here you go. Here's your dog. Thank you very much. And I said, you know, I tried calling that number, and he's like, oh, yeah, that phone's dead. The phone, I'm like going, well... Uh, if you mean it's dead, dead, get it, get a new fucking tag with a real fucking number, or uh, charge your goddamn phone. I mean, I didn't say that, but I wanted to say that. I was like, well, all, all's well that ends well, right? We, there's a good story. Duchess is back home. Uh, they're okay. I'm not gonna lie. I felt like the dude probably should have been a little more appreciative uh, that I returned his dog. Like, he could have fucking texted me back. I don't know, maybe he never charged that fucking phone of his. He could have been like, hey, man, really appreciate you bringing the dog back. Uh, don't know how it got out, because I kept trying to tell him, too. I'm like, the dog just followed me and my dogs. I'm trying to walk my dogs. But uh, what? people are weird, man. You would think, you know, pet owners would be like a little more like, oh, fuck, oh, God, oh, thank you so much. I'm like, just something. Am I wrong? Is that me? I mean, I'm just trying to do the right thing because this dog was just following me. I didn't want to have this dog follow me all the way home and I get inside and I'd just be like, well, see ya, dog. <laughs> Good luck. I mean, because clearly the dog was just going to continue wandering around like a fucking dope. You fucking dopey dog. Get the fuck home. <laughs> uh, but hey, everybody. Uh, if you're a new listener to this podcast, um, I do usually ramble a long time up front. So uh, I suppose I should introduce myself. I'm Steve McAllister, uh, host of the Elemental Podcast. Uh, I used to be a comedian. I used to be a social worker. Now I'm just fucking uh, crashing through life, as uh, my friend Kim has described. And I was like, yes, you are correct, Kim. I am crashing through life, making mistakes left and fucking right unfucking real <laughs> but uh i'm getting through it everybody one day at a time i'm not even a goddamn drunk or a fucking addict of any kind but i'm getting through it one day at a time i won there was one time i made this joke it never really seemed to work i mean it kind of worked but not really but uh, i made the analogy of uh, i said uh I don't believe that you can have a sex addiction because you have never sucked a dick to suck another dick. <laughs> right? You know, kind of like the drug analogy. Of, well, fuck it. If I gotta explain the joke, it's not a good joke. Hopefully you laughed and you're like, hey, he's right. Sex isn't an addiction. I mean, you make dumb decisions to have sex, but it's not, I don't believe it's an addiction. Right. You're not going to have sex DTs. Oh, fuck, I haven't had fucking sex in 24 hours. Oh, God, I got the trembles. I mean, unless you get the trembles from some sort of, like, uh, STD or some shit. 
But uh, still delivering dividends for a living. Was out driving a lot today. Had to drive to the the great metropolis of Charlotte, Michigan. They don't call it Charlotte. It's Charlotte. I just want to be like you, pretentious fucks. You shitbag little city. But uh, there was a carnival going on. I was meeting a carny, a legitimate carny, to drop off uh, some dots to her. Then I had to drive to Flint, Michigan, because uh, the fucks who do that route over there, they don't stop at this one, like, I'm going to call it a liquor store, because essentially all it is is liquor, smokes, and lottery. That's it. I mean, there's there's food, and you can buy soda or whatever, but it is, it's a liquor store. And they don't like going in there, because I'm not going to lie, it's scary as fuck. They have bulletproof glass up all the time. They have lazy Susans for people who want to pay cash or whatever. They got to put it in the lazy Susan, you know, spin it around. I'm like, if, if, if any place is like that 24-7, you should never fucking go. Never fucking go to that. But it's Flint, so I'm assuming every place is like that in Flint. But because they don't fucking go for whatever reason, I had to go today. And then I was like, I told my boss, I was like, hey man, uh, I got to do that Jackson route on Wednesday. I said, I am going to do uh, some of these state parks. I'm going to do them today to make the the route less stressful on Wednesday. Because that's the day, it's a 17 hour day. Or the last time I did it, it was 17 hours, right? And uh, I don't recommend so I'm going, I'm doing all these parks, and uh, it wasn't it wasn't my intention at first, but I got I got the one of the older vans, and the freezers aren't as big, and the guy who packed it before me didn't pack it super well. So by the time I got to the third one, I was pretty much out of product. Between the three parks, I had sold over 70 cases. That's and that's a lot, everybody. That's a lot. One freezer is like, if it's filled correctly, like 82. And uh, so, I, yeah, I was pretty much in between uh, the 18 cases I sold, the fucking uh, Carney and the 7 cases and the 70 plus case. I was white. So there were two other places that I wanted to go to that I'm like, I just I ran out of flavors. I ran out of four flavors. I was like, I can't just go with three shit flavors. So I got to do that shit tomorrow. And uh, I picked up a freezer. There was a gas station that, fucking fired us you know they said they wanted to stop selling it so i went and i picked up the freezer it was empty sitting in the back but they fucking didn't clean it and it was it just was fucking moldy and all the frost that was in it had melted so it was just like a like a half an inch layer of just fucking filmy water i'm like ah oh, you fucking cunts you fucking cunts because then that just means i gotta fucking clean when i get back and uh, again, I don't understand why the guys who do the route that these fucking freezers would have been on didn't fucking pick up the freezers. Apparently, they can't. They they fired us or stopped working with us back in March. It's fucking July. Four months later, how has no one ever fucking in the, these four months picked it up? I have lazy fucking coworkers. That's how everybody, lazy fucking coworkers. Who, uh, they're younger and they live up to the goddamn stereotype of the fucking uh, millennials being lazy. These fucks live up to the stereotype. I hate stereotypes. I've said it before. I fucking hate them because uh, 
you start judging everybody based upon these fucking stereotypes, and I don't like doing it, but these fucks live up to that stereotype. It's awful. It's fucking awful, everybody. Uh, all right. That's it. I'm done bitching. I'm done bitching. There's no 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 reason to bitch. I got to work a long day tomorrow. I got to arrive to Lansing to Port Huron to Marshall to Battle Creek, Aldian. All the wonderful metropolises. It's a lot of fucking driving. I had a guy actually ask me today. He's like, how much driving do you do? And I said, well, we got a new van last year in August. And we got like 100,000 miles on it. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of fucking driving, everybody. And most of the miles on that van, I would say, is me. I would say at least 80, 80 to 90% of the miles are, of that van are on me. So, a lot of fucking driving. If you don't like fucking driving, you're not going to fucking like that job. Uh, all right. All right. Uh, if you guys are fans of the Buffalo Bills, I think I'm seemingly, I'm getting... More listeners, because of my Twitter, I'm getting a lot of Bills Mafia people following me. I don't know if you're Bills Mafia or not. If you're Bills Mafia, message me. I want to send you something, okay? Message me. I'll fucking, uh, I'll send you something, okay? But uh, I'll be giving away a, a prize probably on Wednesday, or the opportunity to win the prize on Wednesday from uh, Matt Harper, from Matt Harper Art. He made me these very cool clay figurines. One's like a gnome, and the other one's like a, a, a bison, a buffalo. That are both bills related. I'll be giving away one of those motherfuckers. So uh, go do it. Thank you very much. Please follow me on Twitter at Stu McAllister. Greatest of all time. And when you see this thing, if you would like to purchase it, you can purchase it from Matt Harper at Matt Harper Art. He is on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, he likes to sell shit. He wants to sell shit to you, so please get a hold of him. He is a small businessman making his way through life like we all are. Like we all are. Oh, boy. Uh, this is some bad news, uh, everybody. Kind of scary fucking news. Uh, I live in the great state of Michigan. Grand Rapids, Michigan, the second largest city in uh, Michigan. I think it's the only population that's growing in Michigan, though. Grand Rapids is growing. All the other places in the area are, uh, are not. Detroit, not. Flint, not. Lansing, not. Kalamazoo, not. Grand Rapids, yes. So, I don't know. If you're moving to Michigan, move here. Move here. But uh, weird health things going on in the world. Clearly, we all know about the Rona. We all know about COVID. Continue to use precautions. I still wear a mask. I stopped in a gas station today. I'm the only one wearing a mask. Uh, I'm looking around at everybody. I'm like, oh, God. And this one woman, she's walking. She's talking on the phone. She's not paying attention. She was in line. She stepped out of line. She stepped back in line. I don't want to fight with this fucking idiot. She's, she's one of these ladies who's showing a lot of skin in her clothes. And uh, I'll be the first one to tell you she probably shouldn't. Hey, love your body, but uh, don't expect the rest of us to love it. <laughs> she's on her phone. God knows who she's talking to. She's being weird. She's buying a pack of smokes, buying a lighter. She's like, oh, my God, lighters are so expensive. I don't use matches then, bitch. I don't know what the fuck I can tell you. 
And uh, she didn't have enough money to cover it. She's like, I got to go back out to my car. Oh, Christ. So I'm like, all right, well, hey, guess what? I'm next, bitch. Get out of the way, bitch. Get out of the way, ho. And I go and I'm paying. And then she comes back and she gets really close to me. And I'm not one of these weirdos who, like, when people sneak up on you, I've just... I just come to realize that all people are fucking dumb as shit and they're going to do whatever they want and then it's up to you to how you're going to respond to them and I'm just not even going to respond. She sees me with the mask on. She's like, oh, sorry, you know COVID's still real. And I want to be like, yeah, it's still fucking real. I know more people have gotten COVID over the last two, three months than uh, than the whole like two prior years. And I actually uh, know a guy who... Uh, I'm not going to call him out, but I was like, ah, man, because he, he uh, caught COVID and he stayed home, you know, like he, he got tested. Like, oh, I feel like shit. Get in here, Sadie. He's like, oh, I feel like shit. And um, so, he, he, you know, he took a couple days off from work. You know, he was, he was out of work for like four days, whatever. And then he went back to work and I was like, I just messaged him. I was like, hey, man, uh, how was work? How you feeling? And he's like, oh, yeah, work, um, work said not to retest myself because uh, if, if I come back positive, I'm going to have to stay out more days for work. And I was like, oh, okay. And he's like, yeah, I retested myself when I got home. And he's like, yeah, I'm still positive. And I'm like, ah, fuck. So people who are positive, uh, maybe maybe not with symptoms or whatever, but they're, they're fucking just out there. I was like, oh, God, dude, why? No. Say, dog, what are you doing? She's just staring into space. Uh, but this story is not even about COVID. There's a, another new crazy fucking disease that you're probably aware of. You probably heard about monkeypox. Holy shit, monkeypox has made its way to Kent County, where I live. Health officials detected the first probable case of monkeypox. The person is currently isolating and does not pose a risk to the public. I don't know. He poses a risk because he's got fucking monkeypox. The health department is identifying and monitoring any close contacts for symptoms. After state health officials notify the county about the probable case, monkeypox is a rare but potentially serious disease that has an incubation time of one to two weeks after exposure. It typically lasts between two and four weeks and is spread from person to person by direct contact with bodily fluids or monkeypox lesions. All right, so I've, I'm feeling pretty safe. I haven't seen any monkeypox lesions, uh, and I and I haven't fucking jerked off any dudes, so uh, I'm feeling okay. Uh, no fucking knife fights with blood everywhere. I'm feeling pretty good. Symptoms of the disease include headache, fever, muscle aches, and exhaustion, followed by a rash and lesions, often beginning on the face, about one to three days after the onset of illness. Ugh, gross. Gross, you fucking, it reminds me of uh, the, the character from uh, Princess Bride. Didn't like the real old people have like lesions on their face? Or was it the makeup just so crazy it looked like they had lesions? While there are no treatments specifically for monkeypox symptoms, the disease is genetically similar to smallpox, meaning antiviral drugs and vaccines developed to protect against smallpox could be used to prevent and treat monkeypox. Most people don't need a monkeypox vaccine right now, according to the health department. So just another bit of wonderful news. Fucking another awful fucking disease. How has this thing become uh, prevalent? 
Why is it in the news? Is this being used to distract us, everybody? Is the mainstream media fucking us over with monkeypox stories? <laughs> I have no fucking clue. Hopefully, you don't know anyone who gets it. Hopefully, I don't know anyone who gets it. Hopefully, none of us fucking get it. Gross. It doesn't necessarily say that it kills you, at least, so that's fucking good. Gross monkey pox. Why is it called monkey pox? Did someone fuck a monkey to get it? Probably. Fucking monkey fuckers. All right. I do a lot of driving, as I told you. I've probably driven over 100,000 miles in a year. It's a lot of fucking driving. There's this story here about road rage and how to keep your cool. And I'm going to tell you guys, I get road rage numerous times throughout the fucking day. Just fucking idiots who uh, they don't know what a uh, traffic circle is. Uh, they don't know that a yield sign doesn't mean stop. You know, just all sorts of fucks. People driving super slow in the fast lane. I get it all the fucking time. So, uh, here are some uh, tips on how to calm your road rage, how to deal with it. When angry, you often have a difficult time looking at a situation from a different perspective. In those moments, start by taking a deep breath and not responding immediately. There is also this notion where you assume the worst in others and blame their personality versus attributing flaws in yourself to outside factors. Listen to calming music or podcasts while driving can be relaxing as well. It's difficult to get angry when enthralled in a podcast because you're focused on listening to it. All right, there you go. There you go. All right. I'll do what I can. I'll calm myself. Take those deep breaths. Namaste. Namaste. All right. I will try that. Uh, planning ahead. Driving is one of the worst times to try and deal with your anger because you're clearly not thinking well. Drivers can plan out how they're going to react in advance. For example, if another driver cuts them off, they're going to tell themselves that they're the kind person who lets it go. I have to do that normally. I have to be like, that person was a fuck. I'm going to be the bigger man. Additionally, leave, leave early when driving to a destination to limit the stress that can come from running late. If you find yourself behind schedule, take deep breaths and avoid thoughts such as the traffic is going to ruin my day. Uh, and that's why I tell, like, my boss, they really, the sales manager at where I work really loves to tell customers, they'll be there at 1146. Like, they're very specific with times. And I just tell them, I'm like, you can't be. Because first off, we're driving, like, maybe hours away, right? You can't determine, like, uh, traffic issues, construction issues, weather issues. I mean, I, I had to drive to the Lansing Zoo last week and there was a goddamn flood. The, the road that I normally would take was flooded and I had to find a, a route all the way around to get to the fucking zoo. You can't tell them. So I'm like, tell these people we're the fucking cable company. We'll be there between nine and noon and fucking one and five or whatever. That's, that's just how you fucking gotta do it. That's how you fucking gotta do it. And I will use Google Maps Everybody, even if it's someplace that I know where the fuck I'm going, I will use Google Maps because Google Maps will tell you if there is shit like a traffic jam or something like that. Like, I'll get on the highway and it'll be back the fuck up. And I'm like, oh, God, if I'd use Google Maps, 
I would have known to have gotten off at a previous exit to avoid all this horse shit. So I encourage you to use Google Maps, or I know a lot of people might use Waze or something else. So even if it's something you know, fuck me, man. Use, use the Google Maps. Use technology to your advantage. Fuck. Uh, all right, I'm going to end on this story. Uh, you guys all know, long-time listeners know I'm a sports guy, uh, specifically football, Buffalo Bills fan for life, Bills Mafia for life. Uh, so I like talking about these stories. There's a story about Zach Wilson. Do you guys know Zach Wilson? Uh, he is the quarterback, the quarterback for the New York Jets. He's a team that the Bills play twice a year. Uh, the Jets are shit. They have been shit for a pretty long time. Uh, Zach Wilson seemingly looks like he'll probably be an okay quarterback. But he's on the Jets, so the Jets will probably fucking ruin his career. Let's be perfectly honest. Uh, but this story about Zach Wilson isn't necessarily about his football prowess. <laughs> the story is about his prowess in the bedroom with the ladies, with the ladies. Zach's pretty young. Um, I'm not even sure Zach is 22 years of age. He's he's pretty. He's a young fella. He's a young uh, young man. But he had a pretty hot girlfriend. Uh, what was her name? Abby Gill. They were high school sweethearts. Dated through college as well. Uh, I think he went to BYU. I don't know, are they Mormons? Are these fucks Mormons? Fucking crazy Mormons. Uh, I would say that uh, uh, if he is a Mormon, he hasn't plowed her. But uh, that's not the accusation. They're no no longer seeing each other. She is now seeing the dude who was uh, his college roommate. He is a professional football player for the Washington Commanders. What is his name? His name doesn't fucking matter. Dax Milne, see, he's a wide receiver. Nobody's heard of this guy. No one gives a shit about him. But she's dating the wide receiver now. Now, it doesn't specifically say why they're not together, why Abby and Zach are no longer together. And, you know, who cares? I don't really care. Uh, people date. They don't date. They move on. Things were good. Things are not good. Whatever. But people are kind of coming after her, saying that, like, she is like a... A football groupie going from dude to dude playing football. She's a hanger-on or whatever. And uh, I guess they said they made it even worse because they were, you know, she's dating the guy who was his buddy, and apparently they're not buddies anymore. They're they're not following each other on Twitter or Instagram. Like, that's that's the new thing. That's the insult of, like, well, I'm going to stop following you. We're not friends anymore. I'm not going to follow you. Who gives a shit? So people were calling her out, and she was kind of defending herself. And uh, she kind of said, you know, this is why. Um, she co- she responded to some guy's comment, and she basically said that Zach was sleeping with his mom's best friend. <laughs> what? So that would mean that his mom has got to be at least in her 40s. So her... Her friend is probably also in her forties. Now I don't I don't fucking know. I have no fucking clue. 
So this dude is pounding MILF. He he pound apparently he was in his own porno movie. Uh, you know, sleep, sleeping with the sexy MILF. Now the mom, her name is Lisa Neilman Wilson. And it's never said who the best friend was. Whatever. It doesn't matter. But in the story, it refer, story, it refers to the mom as an influencer. And we all know, I hate that fucking term. It's dumb. It means you're fucking stupid to me. No, you're you're influencing dumb people. I don't go to Instagram or Twitter to be influenced by fucking anybody. Get the fuck out of here. But apparently on uh, Lisa Wilson's uh, Instagram, Jesus, which if you give a shit is uh, at life according to Lisa, two is the number. Life according to Lisa. Ugh, gross. Who cares about your life, Lisa? She went on a 30-minute long tirade decrying the evils of social media and online predators. Isn't that exciting? This woman who is an influencer only because of social media is now decrying social media because she is saying she is losing her daughter. Oh, her daughter is turned on her and hates her because of Satan working through social media. Well, maybe she is a fucking Mormon now. Maybe she is a Mormon. Lisa goes, I full on thought I had mastered parenting. I was like, I'm a freaking badass. I have a kid in the NFL. She said, saying she was in denial of their lives online. Guys, you need to take back your title as parent. You're in charge of these beautiful babies, and I failed horribly. She said of a sneaky asshole who messaged dark porn to her daughter. <laughs> what? What? I mean, it, in this thing, too, it doesn't say how old the daughter is. I'm assuming she's probably like a teenager, maybe. But who gives it? Get your shit, get your own fucking house in order, Lisa. Anyone who was influenced by Lisa is an idiot. Your son made the NFL. There's a lot of fucking losers in the NFL. Trust me, everybody. There's a lot of fucking uh, wife beaters and philanderers. I mean, look at fucking Deshaun Watson right off the bat. Jesus Christ. Just because your son is in the NFL doesn't mean that you're a good fucking parent. Christ on a cracker. But hey, good for Zach for plowing some old lady. <laughs> I want to know who the old lady is. Some I saw someone on Twitter. This is how I even discovered the story because I'm like, what the fuck does this mean? Someone said uh, Zach Wilson scored scored over forty, and they said that's the most points the Jets have scored in forever. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's it's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Funnier than this podcast. Uh, but hey, everybody, that's it. I am done. Thank you guys for listening to this horse shit. I appreciate it. If you guys can do me a solid, go like the Facebook page, like the Twitter page if you could. Go check out my Macari store. I got a lot of sports shit. Looks like I sold some things today. I'd like to have that continue to go. So uh, please check it out. If you can't find the link, it is on my Twitter and Instagram and Facebook page. If you can't find it, let me know and I'll send it to you. Uh, I can't necessarily get you specific things. But uh, maybe you'll find some uh, that you'd like. Uh, and then consider subscribing to the Patreon. What's the Patreon, Stu? It's a paywall where you pay to get more content. 
And uh, so for me, like freebies are Mondays and Thursdays. And the Patreon is pretty much every other day of the week. Some days I take the day off, but pretty much every day I'm fucking podcasting or so. So uh, if you like this podcast, you'll like the Patreon because it's the same, just more. And it's just five bucks a month. That's it. Just five bucks a month. And you know what? I interact with people too. You send me a question or a comment or whatever, I'll respond to it. I don't know if there's too many other podcasters out there who do that. I do. Why? Because I have a listening audience of six. Six people. I will interact with the six people who listen because I appreciate it. Uh, these uh, four things, these guys also support me, so I support them. Magic JBM on Facebook. That's John Badass Midgley. He's got a page on Facebook for his magic stuff. Go check that out. Videos of magic, uh, drawings of magicians that he does. It's good shit. You'll like it. Go like it. Magic JBM on Facebook. The Sunday Slaw, that's another uh, page on Facebook. That's uh, Stephanie and Adam House, a married couple. They eat way too much fucking coleslaw. Way too fucking much. But uh, they eat it. They love it. They do a Facebook Live video of themselves eating it. So uh, go check them out if you like coleslaw. And if you have recommendations for them, send them recommendations. I recommend I had some coleslaw this weekend at the... Uh, uh, God, why the fuck am I blanking the name? A place down to fucking uh, Hastings. I was there Saturday. Been there numerous times. I am totally blanking. Welfare? No. It's well something. Well-being? No. A welfare check? No. But I told them they should go there and get the coleslaw. It's good shit. Uh, so go like their page. Go check out. I mentioned Matt Harper Art. He is on Facebook and uh, TikTok. No, sorry. Instagram and TikTok. He draws shit. He wants you to buy that shit. Uh, you can commission him to draw some shit. So go check him out at Matt Harper Art on Instagram and TikTok. That's Matt with two T's. The extra T is for titties. And then last but not least, we got Bear Boards and Tables. That's Bear Like a Grizzly. Bear Boards and Tables. They are on Facebook and Instagram. They also have a Macari store. Mark has got a little saw. And he uh, he makes a lot of things with wood. Wood. So uh, go check him out there. Facebook, Instagram, and Macari. Buy something from him. That would be awesome. Uh, that's it, everybody. Thanks for listening to this bullshit. It's a lot of bullshit. I know it's bullshit. I don't, uh, I don't deny you for not subscribing to the Patreon. If you could at least uh, rate, review, subscribe to wherever you listen to this shit podcast, that'd be great too. And uh, that's it. I'm done. Thanks for listening. I love you. I'll see you uh, tomorrow on the Patreon or Thursday for the freebie. We'll see you. Bye.